0: Greetings, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cannabis Community Insider, a podcast featuring conversations with top influencers shaping the cannabis landscape today. I'm your host, Mark Pesikovich, and in my day job, I am a lobbyist and public affairs consultant, and one of my biggest clients is a cannabis company. This experience as an industry lobbyist and insider gives me access to key people and unique insights that I look forward to sharing with you. We bring you inside the cannabis industry and feature a multitude of diverse perspectives and opinions from business leaders, government officials, community stakeholders, and other key people in the fast-moving world of cannabis. The podcast tells the backstories of the developments you see in the news, we answer pressing questions from patients and consumers and explore the latest developments in cannabis business and culture. And by the way, your voice, yes yours, really matters in determining the future of this podcast. So please don't forget to like us or recommend us or Rate us highly, and certainly don't forget to subscribe to the Cannabis Community Insider on whatever platform you use. Don't forget, if you want to be an insider, you got to listen to the insider. So, once people find out that I work in the cannabis industry, Uh, The floodgates usually open. Uh, I hear from a lot of people, some of whom I know and many of whom I don't know, and they usually come with uh, some variation on one question. And that question is, how can I get a job in the cannabis industry? And others working in this space all have similar experiences. You go to a party and you mention that you work in cannabis, and inevitably people will seek you out with questions what's it like? How can I get in on it? What does it take to get a job? Um, Pretty much anyone working in the cannabis space uh, will identify with this experience. And that's all for the good. People are intrigued. People are curious. The whole idea of legal cannabis still has that exciting, exotic, slightly naughty appeal. And the excitement and the curiosity are indeed good for the industry. As far as cannabis goes, we are still in the first inning of this business game. The industry is exploding and we need good people. So there are a lot of consumers to be helped, a lot of money to be made, and indeed the green rush is on. So what does it take? to get a job in the cannabis industry? What's it like to work in cannabis? How do cannabis companies hire, and what kind of qualities do they look for? Well, to answer some of these questions, we went right to the top. I sat down with Charlie Bechtel, Chief Executive Officer of Cresco Labs, Which is one of the largest and best known cannabis brands nationally and internationally. And as you might imagine, Charlie, uh, who has built a multi billion dollar cannabis company in a few short years, gets a lot of calls and resumes coming across his desk. So, what does he tell people? Uh, What's his advice for those wanting to get a job in the industry? And what does he look for? when making a hire well here is our conversation charlie bechtel thank you very much for having the cannabis community insider at your offices today we appreciate it yeah,
1: uh, our pleasure and uh, thanks for including us
0: so whenever i go anywhere uh and anybody gets an inkling of what industry i work in uh, i get two immediate questions one is can I get a job? And the second is, well, what's it like? Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, knowing that I get those questions, somebody in your position, uh, I'm sure gets deluged with that everywhere you go. Um, And you know, you probably get a million resumes uh, that every friend of a friend sends to you. Um, And so how do you approach that, um, you know, question about can I get a job or what's it like?
1: So I'll start with what's it like. I think, um, you know, it, 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 probably similar to the way that you answer the question or anybody who's involved in the industry is you start with it might not be what you think. Um, and, and you sort of explain that uh, especially uh, operators in the highly regulated compliance-focused markets like in Illinois get to, get to tell the story that um, probably is different than the preconceived notions that still exist today, even though they're different they're, you know, to a much lesser extent than maybe back in 2013, but um, you still get to describe an industry that is a lot more professional, a lot more um, developed, a lot more, again, compliance focused than, than most people still give the industry credit for. Uh, and then when they inevitably ask about uh, what's it like or how do you get involved? Um, or know, can I have sample it, it, products? That's the, yeah, that's another <laughs> one question, did you bring samples? Um, the, you know, then it's, it, it, you, you describe sort of the opportunities that are available um, in, in the space. And I, I say this all the time, I've never, I've never seen an industry that can create so much um, sort of value um, from however you want to look at it, right? The win-win-win scenarios. Um, this, this industry is incredibly unique. And I think that, that same concept to the opportunities that exist in the industry for somebody who's looking to get into it, whether starting their own business or just a, as, as an employee in some aspect of the industry. Very few industries you know, give you the opportunity to have so many, it's such a diverse um, skill set, be applicable. Um, you know, it, it really does go from everything from construction to commercial agriculture to um, you know, chemistry and analytics to uh, product formulation, pack out, the logistics and the distribution of it, security. Um, and that's literally just dealing with the tangible components of the product. Um, you layer on top of that, um, you know, marketing and branding and accounting and uh, legal and HR. And there's, there's really, there's nothing that uh, um, can't be done. They can't think of too many Fields of expertise that wouldn't at least in some way have an opportunity in this industry. So they, it's a, it's an encouraging response that I'm able to give uh, people is that yeah, if you're interested in it, there's there's uh, likely an opportunity for you in it.
0: So when you what do you do with the resumes when you get them? Send them to your HR? I, you know I, I do. Um,
1: I like and I know this might spur receiving a lot more, which again is <laughs> is cool. I'm all right with it. Um, Anybody who shows the initiative to actually reach out and, and, and do that, uh, I think that's step one. And anybody that I'd like to see part of my organization is uh, having the initiative to reach out and say, hey, I'm interested, and in, in, um, is there a spot for me? So if, uh, and again, not to, not to solicit a, a 10,000 uh, <laughs> new resumes, but again, I'm all right with it if that's what happens. Uh, the, taking that first step, I always appreciate the initiative of somebody reaching out and asking.
0: So without divulging any trade secrets or anything like that, what can you tell me about the workforce of Cresco at this point? How many people do you have? You've grown pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. Um, we have, if you include the, um, a couple of pending, you know, recently announced uh, acquisitions, I believe it puts us at about uh, 1,100 uh, employees. Yeah.
0: So what's it like to wake up every morning and worry not about only your family, but the family of everyone that works for you and their livelihood?
1: You know, it's, it's been an interesting uh, maturation process that I've gone through um, in, in starting a company from scratch and, uh, you know, with my partners. And um, really, you know, hiring the first employee and then the 10th and then the 100th and all, all of those sort of milestones. You, you do start to understand that, you know, it, pretty early on that it is, it's bigger than you and there are other people that are, 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 are benefiting from it that, that uh, you, you have to consider, um, you know, that do become part of the family. Uh, you know, you're Cresco, we're, we're pretty proud of the Cresco family that we're continuing to build and, and uh, we, we get it, you know, we, we absolutely care there, there's, a, there's The core values of the company sort of speak to it and, and, and acknowledge the fact that this is sort of a it's one unit. We all work together. Um, we all have to have respect and empathy for each other. And, uh, and nobody can do any of this on their own. Um, but for the, the, uh, the group of people um, that are involved in, in making Cresco what it is, it, it, it wouldn't be um, the Cresco that everybody is, is getting to know.
0: So can you talk a little bit about the Cresco's culture? What have you tried to do to mold that culture? What's your vision?
1: You know, I think, well, the mission of the company is to normalize and professionalize cannabis, um, you know, and in uh, and, and the way that that sort of flows through into the culture that gets built here is that's the guiding, you know, the North Star for everybody. Um, you know, we, we set out core values um, early on, but not. Not too early uh, to be honest with you it was it was one of the things that I, I, I uh, you, you have an idea of what the core values of the company should be but to be honest with you I think we were we were pretty well served in in letting about a year to a year and a half of, of uh, evolution develop until we really formalized them and you know reduced them to posters uh, you know throughout the, sure. the facilities Uh it, because it, I think it was it was it was good. It was good to let some of the actual process and actual development happen. Um, and the rewarding thing was it stayed pretty true to what we thought they were going to be. Um, but we definitely did get the opportunity to incorporate some some real life experience into the core values when we finalize them and so, you know, we, we call them the ships of Cresco is, is one of the core values But it's comprised of three different parts ownership leadership and stewardship um, And I think those kind of speak for themselves. Uh, we, we like the ownership mentality We want everybody to feel like and they are uh, everybody in the company has stock um, We thought that was an important thing to do. So, you know act like an owner um, treat the dollar like it's your dollar. Uh, when you're walking down the hallway and there's a piece of garbage, bend over and pick it up. You know, it's that sort of caring, that founder's mentality, owner's mentality that I think helps the company a lot. Leadership, again, speaks for itself. Stewardship, you know, we, we fully understand and appreciate the responsibility that is on us as an organization in this industry to be um, a steward of making sure that it gets done the right way and making sure that the needs of all the stakeholders involved, which include without question, um, you know, the patients or customers, uh, the general public, the administration that passes these laws, the regulators that regulate it, and the fellow operators. Like, we understand there's a responsibility that's put on us to make sure that the program, uh, first and foremost, is a success with, with the, uh, the best interest of the patients or the customers. Um, right there and, and and only if those are are done well can any organization actually be successful so so after we get out of ownership leadership and stewardship the ships of Cresco um, you have engagement um, you have problem-solving and you have know your audience uh, those are the that's the full suite of core values and um, you know, I, I think those those help form the culture of the company. We're big on knowing your audience because, again, that goes to all of the stakeholders. When you're when you come to our cultivation facility, you know the way that that's set up, the way that it operates, the way that it runs for the most part, the audience there that we're we're being cognizant of and wanting to communicate with correctly is our regulator, right? And making sure when they come in and they inspect us that everything is done the way that we said it was gonna be done, the way that they want it to be done. When you're talking about products and branding and marketing, of course, the audience is the customer. Um, So, you know, various audiences exist um, and we always wanna make sure we understand who they are and that we're doing things the way that um, would, would make them respond well to it. Um, and engagement, I don't think you, you can be part of this industry without being fully committed and engaged in being a part of this. And that lends to you know, a lot of the things that I've, I've met you on is, is being engaged in the development of this, of this industry, of the regulations, of the laws, uh, and how these programs get formed. Um and then problem solving uh, without question, uh, any emerging uh, highly regulated industry is going to be wrought with problems. And I think the the more successful companies, the more successful employees that that operate within the companies are the ones that understand that and can actually figure out solutions to problems. that's That's what industry we're in. so
0: Well, that's great. and and I think you're absolutely right. Um, and you provide stewardship as it were not only for the company but for the industry when you're one of the big players what do you do when somebody asks you not can I have a job or how can I get a job or what do you say what's your advice for folks you know I
1: I think the people who have asked me that question who then I think have been most successful in uh, in actually obtaining uh, a job and a position within the space were the ones that that took the uh, or had the ability or took the time however you want to think about it uh, to really understand what they could offer um, to the industry right and i think that's a big part it's, it's a big part of getting any job right I mean, there's very few things that are unique about cannabis uh, or the industry it, it's just the same things that would be make you successful in, in trying to get into any uh, career path would be figuring out how uh, what, what it is that you wanted to do and how you could actually make the contribution to that that element so when someone tells me that they have a marketing background and they want to get into the space when they then can follow it up with you know what what they think their experience and their background and their I- idea of, um, of contributing um, to the industry what that would be the the better defined that is, I think the more successful they are in actually achieving it. So um, again, if that's cultivation side, if that's in the chemistry and, and processing and manufacturing side, marketing, legal, etc., cetera, you'd be best served to understand how you're going to contribute to that component of the industry.
0: What matters to you more uh, at Cresco? Is it uh, experience? or is it temperament? That is, are you gonna hire people that you know you know the job well? Or you, and maybe you answered that in part by sort of rolling out your values and everything else, but still, what's the rub of uh, experience versus you know, likability, collaborativeness, et cetera?
1: Both, so uh, without question, like the, the hiring process here at Cresco incorporates the core values into the evaluation um, as do the, the quarterly reviews of current employees. It's how, you know, each one of the core values is laid out and, and the applicant or the employee is is sort of reviewed based on, how you know their their personality or their experience or whatever it, it relates the, the what they would add to the culture of the company. So um, it's both. I, I of course I appreciate um, experience in a in a resume and a pedigree for whatever the 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 uh, the, the job would be. Um, but if if they wouldn't check the boxes uh, from a cultural perspective either, it just won't work. Um, I don't care how impressive the, the resume is. Um, if the culture um, w- would not be a match and and vice versa, um, you know, they could be a great cultural fit, but if they've got a, um, you know, a, a disastrous work history, uh, you know, background, right. that, that wouldn't be a great match for us either. So both, both come into play um, fairly evenly.
0: Could you talk a little bit about Cresco's onboarding process and Uh, Sort of given the difference between hiring and absorbing, how hard is it to bring everybody into the family? It's not easy Um,
1: in any respect. You know, even just hiring uh, in a new in a new market, like you know, launching in Ohio, um, getting getting staff, uh, local staff. Um, onboarded and you know understanding the way that we do things why we do things a certain way that's not easy for any company but you you work on refining the processes we're, we're you know credit to our HR team and our onboarding team and honestly even the department heads that sort of have the implementation team is what we call it of how we how we do bring um, new people on board and, and that aren't local to, to Joliet or to you know to the Illinois operations. Um, they do a really good job at it, and I would say we get better at it every time, um, which is great. But yeah, integration of an existing company is is also it's it's difficult. Um, uh, but you you, you it's, it's critical that a company has their. Their structure in place, right? Again, it's starting with mission, starting with core values, then at an operational level, standard operating procedures. The more structure you can you can get, the more buy-in from your leadership level um, down as it goes from there out, from leadership to the people that report to uh, leadership, all the way through to the to the gardener. The more engaged and and, uh, you know, sort of confirmed you can get them with the way that Cresco does things the the easier hiring new employees at an existing facility or hiring employees at a new facility or onboarding existing employees from an acquisition becomes so the more aligned that everybody is at Cresco Labs at the fundamental level the easier it makes adding adding new new parties and new new family members to it
0: do you feel like it's a, an employer's market for cannabis companies or a employee's market, as it where it seems that uh, this, this industry uh, gets a lot of attention, some of it warranted, some of it not, but it draws a lot of people to wanna get into it?
1: Uh, I hate to keep answering the questions with the same answer, but I think it's both. Um, I think you're seeing such a hyper-growth industry um, that needs more people in it, right? So that, that uh, the supply um, keeps continuing to expand. So while at the same time, there's really high demand of, of people wanting to get into the space. So it, it's, it's, it's better that, that both are the case right now because if the demand was super high but the industry wasn't growing, it would be a really tough place to get, um, to get into. But I think the opportunities exist because the industry itself just keeps expanding bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so I think it's both. Uh, one thing I will say is, as a be, being on the employer side of it, we just keep getting um, impressed with the the level of candidate that's now interested, the, the talent level, the experiences. You're 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 getting you're getting a lot of uh, a, a lot of really high quality um, people that want to be a part of the space. And again, as I said, it's it's great for the. Potential candidates because the industry just keeps uh, growing and growing and growing, so there's opportunities, there's plenty of opportunities for everyone.
0: So, uh, any cool benefits for Cresco employees? I assume you can't hand out uh, samples even to employees, uh, but uh, any uh, employee discounts or anything like that? or, or, or any non-cannabis related? Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> so you know, it's funny because each the the with re- regard to the product itself, uh, it's state by state, is based on the regulations. Sure. Um, but you know, we is part of our culture here. Definitely is in line with a lot of I would say younger, more progressive companies, um, and and not younger by by employee demographic, but yes, startup, um, newer. Um, trying to be um, relatable to, to new employees. So, you know, we, we do a lot of things. One, this, this stock award, um, having every employee in the company have an ownership interest in the company, I think was a, was a, was a pretty, um, it was unique, but I think it was a, a great thing that we were able to do. Um, and then uh, throughout, you know, we try to, we try to balance, um, you know, it, it's a demanding environment to be in. There's no doubt about it. Uh, You can't have hyper-growth, highly regulation, high regulation um, meat without it being really in in, uh, a a demanding field to be a part of. But we try to create opportunities for there to be a nice mix, you know, whether that's by, um, uh, you know, making, uh, I think we have snacks and, and sort of those types of uh you had me throughout. at snacks charlie I mean, you're in the office now you i don't know if you've gone upstairs yet but there's plenty of stuff to snack on and, and whatnot but it you know once a month at our at our uh, especially at the, the growth facilities in illinois we have uh we have um, a couple of massage uh chairs brought out oh, that's and, awesome uh, you know i mean it is it's hard work and the end of the month just like all all sales industries production industries there tends to be big pushes at the end of the month and It's a it's a it's a high paced, high intense uh, environment, and bringing in free lunches and and bringing in the massage uh, opportunities, and um, we we uh, are implementing or have implemented in certain areas um, community service opportunities where we're paying for um, I forget what the total number of hours is, but on a quarterly basis, if you want to contribute to a uh, sort of a community service or charitable organization of your choice, we're Paying you know x uh, for x number of hours for you to do that, so we do like to, to create um, a nice pool of benefits that are rewarding at the easiest level, like snacks, um, to the you know a little bit more complex level of um, making a difference in your community while at the same time you're you're getting um, compensated for it, which which we think again helps create those win-win wins.
0: Very meaningful and very important for the industry. Yeah. So, we, you know, I sort of jokingly alluded a little while ago to, you know, handing out samples to employees, uh, but what is Cresco's sort of drug use policy? How does that work? And, uh, you know, is it any different than, uh, you know, a law firm or an accounting firm or a widget factory?
1: You know, well, I, I, I'm not sure what the current stance is for most like law firms or widget factories, but um, we, we appreciate having patients that are part of, especially in a medical state, patients um, that are part of the fabric of the organization. We think that there's um, a tremendous amount of value that comes from that. Um, now that said, you know we we uh, we also have sort of probably similar protocols when it comes to um, consumption while on the job, and you know it, it's nothing that would we would uh, we would allow to to uh, impact the way that you um, do your your day to day. But we love uh, having um, patients be part of the the, uh, the workforce. I think it makes the company better. Um, and I don't know if that everybody has that sort of position on it, but I would imagine most companies in the space are similarly alike.
0: If we talk about, as we wrap up, um, if we talk about careers uh, in general, careers at Cresco um, specifically, uh, careers in the industry, um, are there any sort of specific tips uh, or ideas, anything that we haven't really discussed? I mean, I assume if you want to work for a cannabis company, uh, start looking at their... Uh, you know, hiring uh, page online, uh, anything else?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, I think that it's pretty traditional at this point of how to opportunities that are out there are posted on most of the same, uh, you know, I think aggregation sites that um, most jobs would be. I think, it, you know, it goes without saying, and I, I think everybody's aware of this, um, you know, you, you just need to approach it like you would any other industry, um, I, you know, and, and understand that, Prior experience um, with the the subject matter itself probably isn't the most important thing that your the, the the potential future employer is going to be looking for. So um, it's the professionalism that you would want to put forward. It's the um, it, of course the the empathy and the the understanding and the compassion um, for sure um, needs to be a part of your approach. But you know it, it, it that doesn't outweigh um, skill set experience. Um, professionalism so be be uh, be balanced um, but otherwise it's just like any other industry and I think that that's the more and more uh, each day that goes by it, it probably becomes more traditional in uh, the, the same way that you would approach opportunities in any industry I think that again the, the unique thing about this space is um, it is a, an industry that's experiencing a tremendous amount of growth and also um, the, the the broad, um, set of of professional opportunities that exist, it really does run the gamut. Everything um, that that's available in you know, more traditional industries is also present here. So, um, you know, don't don't limit the uh, don't limit yourself in your thinking about you know maybe um, your your prior careers wouldn't lend itself well to the cannabis industry. I think the cannabis industry needs a little bit of everything. So.
0: Well, thank you very much. And I think patients in particular will really appreciate um, Cresco's posture to having them as employees. And um, uh, thank you for your leadership on that. No, absolutely. Thanks, Mark.
1: I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to be a part of this.
0: Well, many thanks again to Charlie Bechtel for sitting down with the Cannabis Community Insider to share his valuable insights. Uh, And as you listened to the interview, what takeaways did you come up with? Well, here's what my takeaway is, uh, and that is that while the cannabis industry itself is new, uh, exotic, and exciting, business is business, and work is work, and will continue to be so. So what will it take to get hired and to be successful in the cannabis industry? Well, it takes the same kind of effort, initiative, and networking as any other job search. Do your homework and make sure uh, when you reach out to your prospective employer, they see that you have the valuable practical experience as well as the passion for the job. Make sure they understand that you'll be a good fit and that you will help them and your colleagues succeed. The bottom line is no matter what you're selling, uh, at the end of the day, you first have to sell yourself. Cannabis or not, that doesn't change. So with that, today seems like especially good day to get started on that job search. Your dream job may be closer than you think. So, good luck and let us know how it goes. And many thanks to our listeners. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give this podcast a positive review. To like us or to give us five stars, or to recommend us and comment. Um, and definitely, don't forget to subscribe to the Cannabis Community Insider on whatever podcast platform you use. We are working on new episodes all the time, uh, and we hope you'll join us again. And don't forget. If you want to be an insider, you have to listen to the insider. Thanks and talk to you soon.